the hobby streaker, stripping down your hobby to its bare plastic. Hi everyone, welcome to the Hobby Streakers, episode 4, already, yeah. which means that we've been doing this for two months, it's crazy, um, we only do it once every two weeks, but still, um, so, Liam, my co-host, the man, the math problems, you know, like, <laughs> do you know why? It's because yep. of those math problems, you know. There's this guy that buys 30 pumpkins or watermelon or whatever. You're kind of the same, you know. Like, there's Liam, got 1,356 days of hobby streak. <laughs> it's like, uh, no, that never happens in real life. Well, yes, it does. So, yeah. Um, I'm at 178. And when this will actually air... It will be my 181 day, and it will be my six months. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so I went back and I realized that I started January 30th of this year. And so on June 30th, it will be six July. months, which is crazy. Where um, mate? Yeah. So again... Thank you, everybody, for the support. Uh, we really appreciate it. Um, the community itself is awesome anyway. And, and we'll, we'll give a few yeah. shout-out in, in, in a few seconds. But um, we've posted, and if you haven't seen it, please, first of all, subscribe. Please subscribe. And you know why? Because we're going to do a live streaking. <laughs> uh on if we ever get 100 followers what we're gonna do basically we're, we're just gonna have uh, a stream so i'm playing a little bit with obs i think i'm pretty much can put something together um we're at 27 i think followers right now so yeah we're we're almost there yeah <laughs> well we're a little bit more than a quarter of the way <laughs> so it's so again, uh, I mean, we, we see a lot of views, not necessarily a lot of subscribing, so please subscribe. Uh, today, we'll go over the streak of poll that we did. And so, again, every two weeks, we'll do a poll. We'll talk about it during um, the podcast, along with everything else that we've done, we're doing, we're planning on doing, we tried, and some news also. Um, that we want to talk about. Um, so, you wanted to do a shout-out today, and so please let us know. The, the main shout-out we want to do today is, uh, some people may have seen on the Twitters or the Instagrams that uh, Ms. Dana Howe has been having a, uh, a running battle with a squirrel trying to get into her apartment, <laughs> and... That the current stage of the battle of, of the, the the squirrel is that the squirrel what she, she tapped well she tapped on the window to scare the squirrel off and shattered the window and lacerated the crap out of her arm 
almost yeah. cut uh, some major arteries and something. Shit. Yeah, that, I, and that went crazy. to the hospital, got it all go back, got home and went. I'm going to try doing some of my hobby streak now. Yeah, which is oh, nuts. I like, can't, when I saw I can't when I saw this, yeah, when I saw it, I was like, "That's it." Like she was at 900 something, and I was like, "That's it." Like she's she's done. Like there's no way. Nope. It's like she was back I'm, at it. I'm, I was I'm, like, Holy I'm in there. I'm in her in in her uh, Twitter thread going, Dana, Dana, emergency trips to the hospital are allowed. You can pause. It will be yeah. fine. Everybody will understand. Nope. You didn't mean to put your hand through a plate glass window. <laughs> Yep. She's yep. like, can't stop, won't stop. And churning out, churned out, did like a couple of really beautiful watercolors using contrast paints. Yeah, we actually, we, I thought it was really cool. I'm like, huh, I really need to, I mean, I won't try it because I cannot draw anything. But I'm thinking that my wife, who's already doing like watercolors and uh, aquarelle and gouache and all this stuff, I'm like, what? Maybe she should try that I'm, as a medium. I'm, I'm sat here going, those look like, like the the kind of colour um, John Blanche esque pictures that you'd get in like the the colour um, fantasy army books and huh, um, cool. codexes from like way back in the, the early days of of Warhammer. I'm like. Yeah. You're doing that with one hand. <laughs> yeah. Dana, please, you're making the rest of us look bad. <laughs> yeah, she does. You know, it's like, and then you see, like, people are like, oh, I'm a little bit tired tonight, I'm gonna stop my hobby streak. And then you see something like this, and you're like, holy, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but again. So, so. No, so no, no. Dana, and again, just... no, please. Yeah. So, so, hats off to Dana. But, please, everybody. Again, and we, we say it every time. This, the hobby streak, should be enjoyable. If yeah. you do not take pleasure into it, if you're, if you're too stressed or if anything, and you want to pause or you want to stop, that is fine. Like, there is no reason to force yourself into doing this. Like, yeah, uh, like I said, Liam is kind of like the guy in the math books that you say, nobody ever does this. Well, yes, he does. And I, and there is another guy who has got like 1,300 something. There, and I'm guessing you know him. There, there's, a, there's a couple of us who are... Uh, there's, I think there's... I can't remember who it is. There, there's one guy who's 30 days behind me. Yeah, and, and then, then there's another one who has like 1,270 something yeah. or something there's like that. Like so. two, yeah. two, another two or so people who are in the, the mid 1,200s. And then I... Don't think anybody else has cracked a thousand yet. Uh, Dana is pretty close. I think she's nine hundred something. There. Uh, there's there's a couple that I've seen. I think at like eight hundred and seven hundred and something like that. But anyways, again, everybody, take it to your own pace. Um, now, there's a couple of other shout out, and those are just uh, for people that follow us, leave us comment. Interact Saying with lots these... of nice things about us. Yeah, interact with this podcast. Interact with us, with us on Twitter, but also with the hobby streakers on on Twitter. Um, and that's Ashleen, um, which hasn't been doing that 
very long. She started, I think, in October last year or something like this. And she's at a level that <laughs> I don't think I'll be even in like a couple of years from now. So, <laughs> yeah. There's people uh, coming in here with their previous art experience and making us look bad. No, and 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 again, like yeah, uh, and and she was very active in in the painting and everything. She ended up getting a Raphael, which I'm really happy about it because I kind of pushed her into it because <laughs> I really like the Raphael. But again, um, you know, so shout out to her. Uh, I'm hoping that she will eventually, as she was saying, uh, go into doing actual uh, commissions. Um, again, no armies. I don't think that's for anybody doing commission. I think it's just crazy to do an, to do armies. But I mean, when you see our centerpieces, um, that's definitely something that I know a lot of people be like, "Yeah, I'll buy that." <laughs> so again, shout out to her, um, Graydon. Also, shout out to him. Um, he's been basically just very active. On the in the community um, and and just you know throwing likes all over the place uh, encouraging people and, and and so on so yeah shout out to him as well and last but not least anti-bias painting anti-bias painting anti-bias yes. uh, new to the hobby streak I think he's about at like 16 days or something like this um, look at his Twitter it's super clean like you know when you color into the lines yeah this guy takes it to another level i mean he's is he does sub assembly like crazy which i'm not a big fan of and i never do sub assemblies but um he does it and he does it very well and all of his things are just super clean and this is the thing that just like when the first time i saw what he was painting i was like holy moly how can you how can you be so clean like there's not a little tiny drop of paint next to the other one and it just yeah it's and that guy i think he does commission and everything so yeah again please follow him uh he's been very active also in the community uh since he just like i said just started for i think 16 days or something uh, something around that so thanks a lot for that now i was gonna do a little rant <laughs> on oh that's nice on things that been happening that we've all seen on twitter i don't know about Insta instagram and all this because i've not really followed those um that much but um there's been a lot of anti and i've put a post on twitter anti pretty much just insert people <laughs> because it's just been anti everything and we know we we all know that Twitter kind of like does that. People t tend to hide behind the whole Twitter thing and start posting crap. Um, and it's just been crazy. I don't know, like I don't know if you've seen it a lot. There's various people getting angry at various things at different times for different reasons. It's just been nuts, like. And I'm just it's... going, cool, I want to look at pictures of toy soldiers and cats. So scroll past. Yeah. No, and, and this is this is the main thing, and I, and I think that we all agree on... Well, no, we don't all agree, because there wouldn't be posts like this, but... 
just I think sane people agree that the hobby is supposed to be just you doing this for yourself painting little army man or woman or beast or whatever <laughs> and just basically having fun and and the whole point is yeah play games have fun paint and have fun or whatever is is that you want to take into the hobby yeah. so yeah i'm not i don't want to ash it out again because i think that we've seen all the posts but it was funny that when i posted what i posted on twitter i gained a few followers following that but then there's someone that unfollowed me i don't know who and i don't really give a shit sorry uh, but yeah, I, I, when I saw this, I'm like, really? I'm just basically saying WTF, people should chill out and someone unfollow me. I'm like, all right, well, dude, or do that, whatever, if you, <laughs> doesn't really matter. Uh, like, if, if you're following either of us for drama, then you're in the wrong place. Yeah. Yeah, we're, it, it's just crazy. The only drama you're going to get from me is, oh, I picked up, I, I went to the store and I picked up the wrong paint. <laughs> that's, that's, that's not drama. That's me being an idiot. Yeah. No, like I said, I don't do a lot of posts. Oh, this I one accidentally was just bought like, a new army. Oh, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> you're going to have to tell me how that happened. Well, you're going to have to tell all of us how that happened. Because, like, I Most was like, what? To die. <laughs> I'm like, what? I'm like, what? Uh, so, well, today, as you can see, I am painting Mr. Falcon, Captain America, uh, which I just broke right before we started the podcast. So you've seen me I, I, drop I, some powder. I, I thought on about it. making a joke about you not doing sub-assemblies. Yeah, yeah, well, I don't do sub-assemblies, and then I had a sub-assembly. <laughs> Involuntary sub-assembly, I should say. Uh... So, yeah, I tried to do um, Tamiya Extra Synth Cement. That didn't really work that well. So what I ended up doing, and it seems to have taken pretty well, is do the old... Um, our friend baking soda. Ooh, and super glue. So for those who don't know, which... Um, you might be new to the hobby and you might not know about this, but uh, what you do is one side you put super glue on the part that you want to glue and on the other side you put baking soda. What happens with when baking soda gets in contact with, and I let me see if I can actually do a little experiment at the same time that I'm talking. Uh, what happens when super glue mixes with baking soda is that it will harden like really quickly so i got some baking soda left here let me just put some in there and so yeah so when you do that basically what it does it it creates a kind of paste that's super hard and it just hardens really quickly so like this is my baking soda and a drop of super glue and if you put more baking soda on top you'll that super glue is just gonna become super hard 
And so that's what I did. I put super glue on one side, super glue on the other. There we go. And then you get this really. And now you get, here we go. So you get, it doesn't stick to my palette, well, to my thing. But here you go, you get a piece of hardened super glue. Um, so that's very that's very simple to do. Um, some people actually do it for basing too. Uh, you can yeah. create uh, a kind of if you put the super glue first on the base all over, and then you s sprinkle the baking soda over it. That baking soda will kind of harden and look like sand and earth to the scale of a twenty-eight millimeter type thing. So that's what I did because it broke right where the wing connects to the little cloud thingy. So it looks like it did harden pretty well. And I am going to... And behind yep. the curtain for, for the folks at home, this happened just as we were about to hit record. Yep. <laughs> there was lots of swearing, lots of running around, and where did I put the baking soda? And... <laughs> so, yeah yeah not my finest moment but again and this is like that's the thing is like I, i've broken so many yeah uh, so many words. things i mean the i ended up completely breaking the sword of uh deadpool last time by the way oh. so you know it was banned and i was like oh it's gonna break it's gonna break and then i was gonna take some nice pictures of deadpool and i put it on the <sighs> i put it where I wanted to take the pictures, and I'm like, why is his uh, katana half the size of what he was before? Where is the piece? <laughs> and it was like, no, the worst was, where is the piece? That's the thing. It's gone forever. Nope, I actually managed to find it. I don't know how, but it was just sitting there, and I was like, oh, that is so lucky. <laughs> and so, yeah. So I've asked people, yeah, if I should paint Mr. Falcon or the new model that I assembled yesterday, which is Lizard from Marvel Crisis Protocol. I just, it's awesome. Like, it's really, I think it's probably my favorite sculpt so far. I, I don't, there's going to be a couple that are going to be up there with this one, but I don't know. I really like it. They've done an amazing job, and it's just like, yeah, it's it's really cool. It's really big, too. So, since people didn't say anything, well, since people said I should do Mr. Captain America Falcon version, that is what I'm doing. And now that I've screwed the... So, I've put the metallic paint already on it. And that kind of goes with... Um, uh, some new stuff that I've tried, which I will talk about later. So, what are you painting? Because you've been what I've been chatting, you've been actually painting yeah, and I'm, doing something. <laughs> I'm on the uh, Praetors still. Where is the camera gone? From the uh, Stormcast Eternals half of the Dominion box set. So, the plan today is to get all the gold done, which will be about 10 minutes. And then I'm going to start putting in a base for all the details that aren't the the three primary colors. 
That's the current plan. See how far that gets us. So what have you been doing this week? So since you you've, you're keeping those for the podcast, right? Yeah. So what what else have you been painting? I saw some uh, Lady of the Lake kind of thing. All right, let's wash my brush off. It's show and tell time, boys and girls. So uh, for those who are listening on the podcast and want to see some of the things that we're talking about, I actually did last week put in the show notes um, the Instagram link to all the pictures that we are going to show during this uh, podcast. So if there is any picture popping up on the screen, I'll probably show that. And I'll try to put as well some of the stuff that uh, we've done on our Twitter, but you might as well just go on Twitter and just check those out. That's easier. I mean, I post all my stuff on Instagram and Twitter as well. So, and again, so on both. like and subscribe, comment, and if you're listening, just uh, put a nice review, five star on, on Apple yeah. iTunes. Just helps us uh, get some visibility. So, so thank you. I finished painting. Kurdos Valentian and his blade geists don't okay. have those directly to hand. Can you? Um, uh, what are those? Are, are those like the ghosty thingy? So those are the ghosty parts of the uh, Mortal Realms magazine. Cool. So Kurdos Valentian is like the right hand man of uh, the Nighthorn, and the blade okay. geists are just spooky ghosts with big swords. Um, and then. Yeah, because that was the Sunday previous to, mm. so that'd be the the Sunday after the last episode went up. Okay. It was mighty warm over here in the United Kingdom. Well, no, so it was mighty warm for the United Kingdom. That's what yes. you should say. <laughs> Relatively, to, relative to the normal uh, yeah. grey pole that we live under. Uh, it was it was a, a mighty thirty two degrees Celsius, which is too hot for us. Yeah. So it's crazy. Yeah. I went. Hmm. I've not got a game planned at club this week. I've got two boxes of Dracov Cav sat in my to build pile. I'm going to go to club and build that because club's got air conditioning. Oh, that's nice. So I sat in the hall at club with the air conditioning. And built for, I think they're Tempestors is the technical term. But they're guys on heavy, they're heavy dragon cavalry. And they've got crossbow pistols. And they're really cool and stuff. I then managed to get this lovely lady done. This is Asteria Soul Blight, Lord Arcanum on Celestial Dracoline. Okay. So she's kind of like the other ones that I've been painting up recently. Uh, but she's an easy-to-build model. Okay. That's why she's got oh, one of these nice fit. nice sculpted bases. She's push-fit. Um, right. Cool. So, yeah, I got all of her done. She's got magnets on the bottom. I did the magnets on the judicators that I was painting in episode 2. 
So they're all now. Yeah, I wanted to. I wanted to ask you. You, you magnetize. You magnetize everything. Uh, I'm magnetizing everything on this army because it's probably a slightly more efficient way to store these. But okay. I've got foam trays for some of my most of my other stuff. Alright, cool. And yeah, so that is built. Lady Alinda, who's. I don't know if you can see that on my camera, but she's really wobbly. <laughs> and yeah. all the. She's. The contact points on this were just nuts. So she's going to fall apart when I paint her. Uh, she's from the magazine. She's the leader of the Night Haunts. She's the Mortark of Grief. She's scary. Uh, built Knight Zephyros, also from the magazine. She runs around okay. and she assassinates heroes with two hand axes. That's what she okay. does. <laughs> and... Two statues of bird dogs, griffhounds. So okay, cool. I've got one more kit from the last Mortal Realms delivery to build, which is some okay. crossbow men with bird friends. But I'm saving that for Saturday when I get home from karate and I'm tired and want to crawl into a hole and die. Yeah, that's usually... Well, that's the problem. It's like lately I've just been receiving just um, just too many things that I wanted to, p to put together. <laughs> yeah, well, so I was, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to keep some stuff for when I'm tired, blah, blah, blah. But I ended up, I'm like, nope. <laughs> so... Is it? This... And these, and <laughs> everything that's underneath there, all that is for uh, Justin. <laughs> these, just in case. And well, this turned up today. All right. Oh, is that your new army then? Most of it. So, what kind of new army did you get? Uh, where did all that stuff go? Put it away before I lose it. Um, so, uh, it's more of these guys. Okay. So they're space marines, but they're also wizards. But they're also space marines. But they're wizards. So they're wizards, space marine. Yep. Okay. And that's your new army. So is that? But so that's for forty k then. Uh, technically for Horus Heresy. Sorry, yeah, yeah, that's right. You said last time that you're not playing that edition. You're playing, yeah, Horus Heresy. Ah, uh, come on, give me a brush. It's forty k. This is the future space war. Future past space war. Future past space war. <laughs> ah, here we go. This is in the past or the future. There you are. Not on the floor. And so, that yeah. is what I have been up to in the last two weeks. Oh, you've been busy. <laughs> yeah. 
I went I went back on my Instagram to fit to remember what I'd done. I was like, oh, I've done a lot. Uh, yeah, I have not checked my Twitter to see what I've uh, what I actually did. Um, I think most of it is just right here anyway. Um, finished Iron Fist. Finished. I think I've did that before. But I did basically a lot of uh, Marvel Crisis Protocol. So for those who don't know, 40 millimeters, not 32 or 28. Um, most of the stuff that I've been painting lately have been Marvel Crisis Protocol. I finished Mr. War Machine, which I think turned out quite good. Um, Iron Fist, I finished uh, Mr. Doctor Strange, but I think I finished him before. Uh, I've assembled a few more models, so I've assembled uh, Jean Grey and Cassandra, which were the two models that came in recently, so uh, I assembled them. Uh, I wanted to paint Luke Cage, and then I realized that I really didn't like uh, one of the gap that he had. Right. So I ended up stripping him completely and uh, basically starting over. Uh, I don't like it. I don't like what I'm doing. This is not what I want. Ah, it's not gonna work. Alright, I should have done what I wanted, which was use ink. Uh, so that's pretty much what I've done. I mean, I've just... Uh, so I ended up doing a lot of, uh, and so yeah, it, just a lot of of Marvel Crisis Protocol MCP, for in for short. Uh, and yeah, so I received yesterday Lizard and Craven, which I think Lizard is just awesome. Again, uh, probably my favorite model so far from the line. Have you got the whole Sinister Six yet? No. Uh, there's... So... Right now, there's only... Goblin, Dr. Octopus, Lizard... Craven is not part of the Sinister Six. Uh, is he? It? Uh, depends it's, it's what Electro, lineup you're looking at, I guess. Yeah, because it's supposed to be Electro, Vulture, Green Goblin, Lizard... Damn. Rhino? Is Rhino part of it? Yeah, I think so. And so, yeah, we're we're not quite there yet. <laughs> There's still quite a few that are missing. I mean, Marvel villains right now, um, Spider-Man villains right now is Dr. Octopus, Goblin, Green Goblin, Kraven, and uh, Lizard. And then I think... Uh, there's oh, a okay. couple that are coming. I've just got up Wikipedia. Alright. And contents. Me Me one, membership. 1-1, one, one, Sinister 6. Yeah. 1-1 one, one through 116. So there's been 16 versions of the Sinister 6. Shoes. <laughs> Alright. So the original Sinister 6 was Electro, Mysterio, Doctor Octopus. Mysterio Vulture, is coming too. Vulture, uh, the Sandman, and Craven the Hunter. Okay, yeah. And then so other versions. 
2-1 through 2-10, and then three different versions in Secret Wars, uh, four different versions on TV. Yeah, so, again, okay, yeah. so, I mean, it's, okay. it's the, the universe so, is so... I, I'm guessing the Sinister Six membership is the entire Spider-Man Rogue Gallery at this point. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Uh, I retract well, my question. So, yeah, so not quite there yet. Um, I think most of them are, well, the big ones are not quite all there. But, I mean, they're just releasing so much so yeah. quickly. So, now, let's move into what I tried. And I'm going to actually do that again now. Um, so, for War Machine, I did something that, um, so... I airbrushed him completely with Valero, Valero, Model Air, Silver, which is awesome, which I got recently. And uh, once I had done that, what I did is I took uh, Contrast Paint, which was Black Templar, and shot it through my airbrush. Okay. So, once I've did that, I wanted to bring back all the parts that were metallic and not, you know, like just bring back those parts. So what I did is, and this is what I'm doing now, is basically I stripped the paint with uh, IPA, 91% IPA. And I ended up actually using a paintbrush, not uh, not just a, a Q-tip or something like this, but an actual paintbrush to actually remove it. And so I removed from Mr. War Machine all the parts that are visibly metallic. I actually removed the paint that was on top, which was the Black Templar, and... I also ended up putting back after that some other paint on it. And so I just painted Mr. Falcon with some contrast paint. And I really don't like the effect that it did. So I just removed that. I'll leave it in the cracks. It's not too bad. But yeah, so I ended up doing that. Um, uh, and I, yeah, so I was, I was really surprised that I could actually take a brush and I don't know where is my, the brush that I found, but I found a brush that were short enough that the hair, the hairs of the brush were like the bristles, I should say, of the brush were hard enough so that when I was brushing, I could just literally brush off the paint with the, with the IPA. So yeah, it. it it was pretty cool. I was I was really happy about that. Yeah, it looked really good. And uh, and then after that, yeah, like oh, everything else on it are inks. Like I decided, like I was like, oh, I'm not gonna. And I I just tried right now on on Mr. Falcon to uh, to do it with contrast paint, and I just do not like the results. So I am gonna put some more metallic on it, and I am gonna start that over. And I am going to use my inks because I think they work a lot better for this. Even painted on, they work a lot better because they're 
a lot more transparent than they show. They, the problem with the contrast paint is they tend to flow into the cracks. So, yes, they give you that, oh, this is, you know, well, they give you the contrast between yeah. highlights and shadows and everything. But to cover a surface and have the same coverage everywhere, just translucent coverage doesn't work. Now yeah, you got, you've got to really thin it down with medium together to do yeah, that. Yeah, and 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 I just did, and I just thin it with medium, and it just like yeah, it it's not doing what I want. It's not flowing the way I want. So I'll I'll do it with, like I said, I'll do it with inks. It might not work with my inks either. I don't know. Although uh, we'll see, we'll see. We'll just we'll we'll try it out. This is the thing. It's just I'm just trying things out and, and having fun. Now, the other things that I tried because. I screwed up Iron Fist. He's got a giant dragon on his chest. Yeah. And so what I did was I'm like, oh, I'll do the dragon last. It's a little bit embossed. Well, the opposite. Like, it's recessed. Not embossed, actually. So it's a little bit recessed into his chest. So I'm like, yeah, I can paint that pretty quickly and everything, and it's just going to be fine. So let me do the, the actual... Uh, skin first and then I'll do this thing on top so I did the skin which I was really happy about um, high contrast things and like three colors of skin and blah 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 and I was like yeah that that came out really well and then I went on to do the the dragon and of course I messed up <laughs> and so I was like uh, that sucks and then I started again, I grabbed my IPA and I'm like, I'm just gonna just, just strip the entire chest. Cause I'm like, I'm not gonna try to repaint on top of it, of the blotchy black that's on the skin tone. No, there's no way. Like this is just gonna be a mess. So I took my Q-tip this time and I just went at the chest and I just like stripped the whole thing. Uh, and so after that, I was like, ugh. Now I want to do Mr. Uh, uh, Luke Cage, and I saw the gap and everything, and I'm like, oh, okay, I need to strip it. And I usually I use LA Totally Awesome, and I know that that's not something you can find in the UK. I'm pretty sure. Never heard of it. Yeah, it's like this yellow. I don't even have a bottle anywhere near, but. It's like this yellow th stripping thing that well it's a it's a it's a cleaner it's supposed to be a cleaning agent basically and you put that and you leave your minis in there and it just yeah they they'll get stripped pretty quickly but and I'm like ah oh, it's still going to have to sit in there for a while and all this and so I grab my sonic cleaner I emptied the water out of it in there I put 91% IPA in there <laughs> and then I turn it on and it's like I could see the pain coming off like right away and just in flaking off and everything I was like oh this is perfect and so I ended up stripping it with IPA which is, was the first time I stripped a mini with IPA so yeah and I know that IPA is hard to come by isopropyl alcohol is hard to come by but basically every time I go to the store um, because of my 3D printer, I tend to grab one or two bottles every time. Right. I'm like, oh, they have a stock. 
Let me grab two bottles. Oh, they don't have a stock. Well, too bad. Let me see next time. And so that's pretty much what I've been doing. And so that was kind of new for me to try those uh, as a like IPA as a as a medium to paint with was really really strange because you have to be careful not to go too far or you will remove the the metallic paint or whatever you have underneath or so yeah it was uh, it was a it was a fun experience and then. I figured that uh, I'm using my Monuments Hobby tool for um, removing mold lines. They have this weird looking tool, which works great, by the way. Um, and so I figured that I will try something else with this. And usually what you do when you have, I don't know what, what do you use to fill up gaps? Me, yeah. Um, uh, green green stuff? stuff or um, extra plastic cement and just squish it together really hard. Yeah, well, yeah, that works a lot of the time. That's what I do. It's just like, all right, there's a gap there. Let me put some more plastic cement and just crush the s out of it so that it it fuses together. Well. Usually I use plastic putty from Vallejo. Mm. And usually what you end up doing, you put it down and then you have to wait. It dries and then you put some more because you're never like it, it shrinks. So right. it goes back into the recess and, and it's a pain. And so I'm like, oh, let me try something different. So what I did was I actually ended up putting the putty but leaving it with like not smooth it over the crack but leave it raised over the crack and let it dry and then I went with the mold line scraper and I scraped it like a mold line and it actually worked really well <laughs> and I was surprised and now like yeah like the gaps on the back of, like on the side of uh, Mr. Luke Cage. So you can see like all the, I've got some putty almost like a little bit everywhere. But it's just like, it's traces. It's not even a big issue. And I'll probably go back with, with like a utility knife or something. But basically, yeah, it, it works so much better to do that. Instead of, you know, trying to fill in the gap and then it's like nice and smooth and then wait and... And yeah, that the putty doesn't sand well, but it scrapes really well with the <laughs> with the mold line remover. So I was like, yep, yeah, that works. So I was really happy about that one. So that's another thing that I tried. And yeah, um, that's pretty much all the stuff that I've tried this week, which well, the past two weeks, which uh, I'm really happy about. What I did you try? I your... got to try my dry brush. Yes. All right. So how is it? So, so far, so good. All right. All right, cool. I mean, I've used it once. What did you do with it? For the, for the base what? of um, a self over there. Mm -hmm. And it might just be because I'm dabbing it into a, an old pot of uh, the old Sistel 
Corax White, aka the fastest drying pot of paint in the fastest drying paint pot. <laughs> but I haven't completely ruined the brush yet. I will All right. have a full review when I've gone through some more terrain because I tend to dry brush the shit out of my terrain because highlighting terrain yeah, is for how big is how big is it? Can, can I see it? How big the, is it? The dry brush. Yeah. It's just so like a, is it? This is the small dry brush. Okay. So terrain with terrain with that is going to take forever, dude. Well, like, do you have another? The terrain is only that big. Oh, so. okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. No, I thought you were doing like a, cause if you were doing oh, no, a big not, piece not of like terrain, then yeah. Like, large I've got a large dry brush. For doing large no. bits of terrain. No, 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 dude. dude like this, this is this is uh, a large okay, dry yeah, brush. Yeah. <laughs> this is like a like you know. Well, Uncle Adam and for the people yeah. who know, like yeah, he he swears by makeup brushes, and I was like, dude, seriously, makeup brushes. Well, until I bought my first one, and then I was like, seriously, and I and I know he's not the one who came up with it. Um, I can never remember her name. Um, she used had I think she works for Privatu Press now, and she used to have her own channel where she was doing terrain and things. Uh, I can never remember her name. Anyway, um, if I remember, I'll I'll put it in the in the show notes. Like she had a she has a channel and and it's just awesome. Like she, and she does a lot of things like that. But anyway, so yeah. Um, yeah, we've we've been busy, man. Like, look at this. Like, yeah. we're we're we had like thirty minutes, and we we have barely covered just what we've done and what we're doing. So, <laughs> all right, let's get into the the meaty part of the podcast. So we ran a little. Well, sorry. Did you try anything else? No. No. I'm set in my way. That. Well, no, but I mean, like, even even I, this I is did the thing, play Warcry like, yeah. for the first time on Sunday. You played Warcry? Yeah. Cool. How do you like it? I I had fun. I had fun. Um, so I used some Stormcast, and my friend borrowed some of my Nighthaunt, and we found out that in an objective, if you're playing in an objective-based game, mm-hmm. the ability to basically Ignore terrain is useful. Uh, with the because, night on because they just because like if, fly over and everything. Yep, and I've got to walk around it. And uh, in a stand-up fight, the night the stormcast are probably going to win. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. All right, cool. Ah, oh, you frick! Damn it! I knew I was not painting the right thing. Anyways, sorry. I'm just messed up on my painting which is fine uh yeah all right so last week for a few days because i ran it a little bit longer than i did the paint brushes which apparently people on palettes are not as uh you know like i think paint brushes was really like oh people were just so humped about their paint brushes they're like oh no this is the best no this is the best 
pallets, well, people are a little bit more, eh, doesn't really matter. Uh, so we only got, I think, about 80 um, votes, I think, was the final tally of it. And I will pull it up so that I can actually make sure that I got the proper answers. But uh, what came out was basically wet palette uh, came up in first, which... For those who don't know, so what is the difference between a wet and a dry palette? So, a dry palette is what you see. Uh, what's his name? Well, yeah, well, no, like, <laughs> I'm not talking about a piece of plastic, I'm talking about an actual palette. <laughs> uh, so, this is what you see Mr. Uh, Bob Ross using, like, this yeah. holding and he mixes his paint on top. Um, most of it is because you're using paint like oil paints. So oil paints take forever to dry. So you can use a dry palette. Uh, now, there's some people, and I know Sorastro. I think Sorastro used to... No. Yeah, I think he used to have dry palettes. And he was mixing his colors and everything. And then he switched to, I think, wet palette. But anyways... Um, so yeah, this it a wet palette. The difference is that you have a container. Inside the container, you have usually a sponge, um, sweet Swedish sponge type thing. Uh, the same thing that you use for washing dishes and stuff like that that you can find in in stores. And so you have that on the bottom that is soaking wet, completely saturated with water. And then on top of that, you put usually, so there are specific papers for uh, wet palette that the people sell with the wet palettes. Those are mostly made for real acrylic paint for canvas. And so the big problem with that is that it's not really good for our, um, for our hobby. Like it's not that great so it doesn't really work uh, for doing uh, the acrylic paints don't really work on that uh, and I tried it again and they, they say well me you know you need to let it soak and blah 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 and I tried but it just doesn't work as well as basic parchment paper that you can find in the baking section of any supermarket uh, you just do your um, baking parchment paper you put it on top and what happens is that that paper will let in a little bit of the humidity of the water that's underneath and so it keeps the paint that you have in your palette going for longer like it doesn't dry right away now usually I still end up using my little mix of Floyd distilled water and I've actually now included some retardant in it retarder retardant whichever yes. one uh, which just increases a little bit the time I, I, I've put very little in it but it's just enough so that it increased the time that my paint takes to dry uh, and I don't do a lot of blending usually people that 
do a lot of blending we'll actually put a lot of retarder in their paint so that they can just really increase that time that they can use their their paints for that now some things that people usually don't put on wet palette are uh, the metallic paints because people think it sips through the paper and gets into the palette which that's a white old white tale it does not uh, but it does not really help to put that in there it's not really uh, it doesn't really help at all it it's not it's not that great so yeah you get separation of the metallic pigment i think yeah, as soon as you put any kind of water with 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 metallic paint, it just doesn't really work. I I tend to still do it. I do it on my wet palette, but I just don't put anything else with it. Usually, the other paints I put the paint, and then I put my uh, I will put my wet the like my mix next to it, and then I will mix on top of it. But anyway, so yeah, um, that's the basic of a wet palette compared to a dry palette now things like washes of course you're not going to put it on your wet palette because it's just gonna just go all over <laughs> uh, and it's the same for contrast paint well so contrast paint i still tend to put them in a dry palette i never take them out straight out of the like i rarely put take them straight out of the pot because I want to see how they will actually like make sure I don't take too much or stuff like that. So I don't know. And I usually use and that's I don't know if that's something that you can find in the in the UK or not, but it's basically the tops of like beer cans or whatever, the new ones. Oh yeah. Not kill the fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've got a few of those and I basically use one little compartment. It's it's not that deep because there you have those um, open slots on the side, but it's enough to do like what I'm doing right now, which is um, basically inks. Because the same thing, I don't want to mix that ink with any water or anything like this. And uh, yeah, so that's kind of my take on things. I use a wet palette mostly for everything that's just regular paint, and I just love it. I, it's like some people reuse it the next day. I never do. Like the paint that's on there just lasts one session for me. And then I will change it. I might leave it on the palette so that I can see the color. And I will remix it just to make sure that I can see the color that it was. And I'll use that as a reference for either redoing the same color, which I usually don't, or just moving it to like a, another highlight or shadows or something like this. And then there's people like Liam who just use whatever comes around. <laughs> I am an agent of chaos. <laughs> well, but so how do you like, you, you, what you're doing is what I do for dry brushing. Like I'll put it in something, some container, and then I'll dry brush and then that's, you know, like basically that's it. Okay. So what like my yeah, what what do you do like so 
yeah, like uh, as people will have seen throughout the stream, um, I'll take a couple of brush loads of uh, paint using my brush. I'll stick it in this half of a, a yogurt pot. Add some water. Apply to miniature. <laughs> and I've got a uh, I've got a separate one that I mix okay. uh, washes and stuff in. So if I'm if I'm watering watering down's the wrong word, but uh, thinning contrast mm -hmm. paints. Then I'll use. So contrast paint, even like even if you're not thinning them, you just you're you still use like you use them straight out of the pot. Contrast paints, I come straight out of the pot. Yeah. Okay. It's... I think I, I've I think I've built up the experience that you know what you're gonna. That I know out. how much. Yeah. Is too much when I load my brush. Okay. okay. I'd like to think. Makes sense. Yeah, I don't... I still like to, like, I still like to put them on the... on the side and, uh... uh like, yeah, to, uh... I don't... I got... Even like if I take it straight out of the pot, the the least I the least I can do is just dab it on a piece of um, like paper towel, hmm. so that I can see like what what I'm gonna paint with. Basically, I don't I don't know. It's just uh, I don't trust just straight out of the pot because I don't know. I are you taking it from the top though? This is my thing also. Yeah. From from the little cup at the the top. So again, yeah. for people who don't know, look. All right, there's basically two main kind of pots. You've got the basic dropper bottles, and then you've got the citadel crap. Uh, I mean pot. Yeah, you said it right the first time. <laughs> oh my god, I hate those freaking things. Um, so well, and so that's why like some people have the the little tops like this I don't know if you've seen those the dropper tops yeah this is not a dropper top like for the people who are watching like this is mine I made this I 3d printed using a flexible filament so it's squishy I've printed this and I've made my little tops. And if you go on Etsy and search ProJG, you'll find uh, I got a shop where I actually sell those um, for, file for like two bucks or something like that. But so I made those because, but I, and this is the thing. So I made those for regular paints, which that was the only one that I have <laughs> of regular Citadel paint. But for contrast there's no way the the contrast are too just too liquid you you cannot judge like what you're gonna drop i don't i don't like it i don't think it's a good idea to even try 
Um, and then washes are fine in those bottles out as well. Uh, I actually prefer it too, because I got some uh, other stuff, which is like Vallejo again, Game Ink, which is a uh, skin wash. First of all, that one is super dark. Um, second of all, it's not great. Like this, you have to put it somewhere. Like, there's no way you can just use it straight out of the, the pot. Like, it, it, and you have to put it somewhere, in, it, and it's a pain, because it's going to dry a lot faster and all these things. It's just, then it becomes an issue. That, that's the thing. It, it, it does. Like, it's one of those uh, that just, yeah, it's, I like their washes. Citadel, I really like their pots for the washes. And something that I don't know if you're doing also, uh... And I know maybe not a lot of people do this, but, and I've seen it, I think maybe Dana was doing that in one of her videos or something. I've, I've seen it somewhere where you just slide the paintbrush behind. No. You've never done this? I, I don't tend to do that, no. Because then it stays up. Yeah. And then you can dip into the little cup that's on the top without it having to, like, Close it all the time and reopening and all that stuff. Most of my pots will stay open. All right. The only one that I've got that I use regularly that sort of droops closed mm -hmm. is the, the Storm Shield varnish. Okay. And, and for all that, right. I'm basically taking from the pot anyway, so... All right, well... So yeah, no, like shrug. Again, well, and and the problem with those also is like, and 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 I don't. I mean, you're using them. You seem to have them all over the place, but you don't seem to be dropping them. But um, usually they tend to just fall off and spill everywhere. So you got those kind of things, like that little triangle things with three holes in it. Again, I made this, uh, copied from GW, I think they make something similar. So I designed it in 3D and redid it, and so I got... I'm using that all the time with my contrast paint, because I don't want to spill them. Um, and I have another one which is for just a single little pot. So do you like to... do you, like, tack them to your... to your desk, or do anything like this, or... You That's just, uh, do you just don't care it. and, uh... Oof. So what's the worst accident you had? Um, <laughs> well, no lawyer. If, if I if I remove the the bit of um, paint brush drying towel from my desk, you can see spill free. Damn. Nice. Yeah, I don't, dude. That's the karate stuff. Like you're, you're just. Uh, another level because like i just <laughs> well i never i don't think i ever dropped none oil i think the worst i did was well i was like a agras or shade i think that's the one i dropped yep. um but it only happened to me once and i think that if you drop like the other the other uh like the the other type of um of paints they're not as liquid no so they're i don't really go anywhere as much 
Yeah, I don't think you're like I don't think you're run the risk of like yeah of of like really not like a wash or contrast paint for that matter. Yeah, I think I might have just ah, I dropped one contrast paint. Which one? Oh, I don't remember. I think it might have been Black Templar because that's the one I pretty much use the most. So I think it might have been the one. So yeah. A fr friend of mine has spilled um, Agrax over a hotel carpet. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's gotta suck. Oh my god. He was. I can't remember what he was painting. I think it might have been some. Um, I think it was some French Foreign Legion for uh, bolt action. Okay. Jeez. And and he had to to go up north to do some installation for the job he had at the time. So he's like, right, I'm going to take this so I've got something to do in the hotel when I'm sat around twiddling my thumbs all night. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that, oh my god, that must have sucked. So there's a uh, slight brown patch yeah, on one of their oof. carpets. <laughs> But I think he was, he was sort of like in the area, ish, of uh, Games yeah. Workshop HQ, so he could he could swing by and get some, get a refill. Oh, get a refill, yeah. No, and yeah, and that's that's kind of like the only thing that's a bit. Well, then the the other side of the dropper is that just when you squeeze the paint onto your palette and it just doesn't want to come out, and instead mm. of being smart and and taking it you know be like oh let me remove that and let me uh try to see what the blockage is you just press harder until it just splatters everywhere <laughs> and that yeah that one happened to me a few times and then you have way too much paint on your palette yeah. well so yeah Again, uh, wet palette, most people will prefer wet palette. Uh, a lot of people use their, uh, they will use their uh, wet palette for pretty much all the base layer and base coating that you do. And then, well, and then of course, if you want to do dry brushing, then you need a dry palette. You're not gonna put it on their wet palette to do dry brushing. Um, now, a lot of people are saying, you know, like, oh yeah, it's a pain to have the wet palette and everything. So I usually have, and of course I'm saying that, but I and I probably don't have anymore. But when you cut your when you cut your parchment to size for a wet palette, which like this, that's a wet palette. I'm not gonna show it on the close-up camera because it's just too big but that's my wet palette um it's a masterson stawet it's gonna stawet because it's called stawet but anyways uh so yeah so once you when you have something like this um when you cut it to size then you have lo lots of little pieces that are just people tend to just throw away i keep those and when i have to do something and i don't want to change my entire wet palette i just just slap it in the middle, put a little bit of paint on it, and just work out of that. 
and yeah sometimes that's all you need you don't necessarily need to measure because I never remember how big it is so I, I remeasure the whole palette and then cut it and then you put it in and it's not cut the way it's supposed to be and then it's a pain and then you cut it again and blah 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 and you spend 20 minutes making your wet palette well take that little piece of parchment paper that you have slap it in the middle put some water on it and you're done like it it will just work out I use also this so it's like a squeegee little thing I think it was for those window films all right yeah yeah and so I use that I put the water everywhere and I use that to just remove the water from the top I usually dab it a little bit with the paper towel as well but that you use that and it just goes and just like oops done so yeah it's uh yeah. That's pretty much my take on palettes. And then again, dry palette can be anything as long as it's usually plastic and... Or the inside of a... Like, well, like you're doing, a pot of uh, uh, yogurt or like this is the cap of a whatever. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's just like full of paint inside. I mean, uh, see how much... Yeah that's dried up on yeah. there over the year, years well so. and that's the thing so one thing about acrylic paints that I don't know if like everybody figures that because they're you mix them with water if you put water on top again it will just make it liquid again well it does not once it's fully dried and cured it is hydrophobic, I believe. Yep. I don't know if it's hydrophobic or if it's just like, in, I don't know. But well, basically, yeah, it's it's kind of like hydrophobic. The the water won't get into the paint. It will not wash off. Get the paint wet or wash off or anything like this. So, all right, I need to go on Atomic Mass game and see how. The shield is painting because I have no clue. Or maybe I should look at my. Well, I never know like which one is which. Oh Jesus! I all right. So I'm looking at my Captain America, which I painted about two years ago, mm. and at the shield, how I painted it, and how I'm currently painting this one. <laughs> and it's just ridiculous. <laughs> this is what I'm saying about you're making progress. I mean, that shield looks bad. Oh, my God. Oh, that was crappy. And I was trying to do... Oh, and it's 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 all contrast paint anyway, but yeah. Oh, this is... Well, and this is... The, again, that's what you should always do. Compare yourself to yourself. If you're... Uh, like, I'm really happy to see that the level I'm doing now on the shield to what it used to be. Uh, and I'm trying to 3D print a shield for a project that I'm going to do. And I keep finding the big shields and the problem is as soon as you reduce them to the size of a 40 millimeter um, miniature, it does not work. 
It's too thin, it keeps breaking up, so I uh, think I might... Yeah, it's a pain. So I think I might end up actually having to design it straight into a 3D program and just print it from there. That might actually be the only way I have to do it. Fine, I'll do it myself. Yeah, it's kind of... Yeah, that's kind of the thing, it's like, yeah... It's not complicated to do. And I don't need the whole shield. Alright. And I, and I think it's been done before, I, I believe. I don't know. Um, what I'm doing is basically... I'm printing a... So I'm printing a Iron Man helmet. A Stormbreaker from Thor. A, what's his name? A Winter Soldier's arm. The bow of... Okai. The blaster of uh, Star Lord. I want the shield of Captain America, and I don't know which other things that I've tried to print. Oh, the staff of Loki. And what I want to do is basically take all those, make them destroyed. So the head, like the the helmet of Captain of uh, Iron Man, I wanted like dented and and beat up and for all the rest the same like kind of chopped off or missing a piece or and the the shield of captain america just like in endgame like you know completely destroyed by the the mr uh, uh thanos sword and because i have thanos throne which i don't know what i've done with it now and I have still have not painted that throne. I started, but I don't like it. And so what I want to do is take the throne, put all those pieces like in front of it, put some dirt kind of thing, and then make them like basically just like uh, in the movie when uh, Tony Stark says the vision where everybody's dead and all this. Yeah. Like kind of that, but at the feet of Thanos, basically. And having Thanos, because the 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 way the model is made for um, Marvel Crisis Protocol is you have the the throne and basically he's walking down and you can take the whole piece that he's the the base that he's sitting on and the base goes inside the big base that has the throne. Yeah. So that's what I want to do, and so I want to put like all those little pieces in there, just to make them look like yeah they they got a. There, I sent it over. So yeah, I thought it was a cool idea. So, but again, like, awesome. yeah, I keep trying to print some stuff, and it just does not work. And so it's really funny because I'm talking about wet palettes and dry palettes and everything. And since I've started, I've only do inks. I've only done inks, and I've not done any actual <laughs> painting with any with my wet palette. But anyways, I I, I swear I use it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no. But yeah, so what else do we have to talk about? Uh, news. We've got news. Newsy news. Yeah, so news. Um, a little bit different from. Well, there's a couple of things that are different from. Uh, so where is the blue in this? Oh, just the middle. Um. So let me take my little document so I can see. The newsy news. 
So, uh, I've just seen that Summoner's War, so Summoner Wars, not to be mistaken with Summoner's War, so Summoner's War is a little um, phone crap game that one of those like Shadow Raid and all that crap, so no. Uh, but there is a card game that is called Summoner Wars and it's been doing really well and so the new second edition just came out and that second edition came out in May and they just announced some uh, elf elves I should say for faction for it and I thought they looked really, really great. Uh, we've played the game a couple of times with my kid, with my kid, uh, with my son, because he, he he kind of likes that game. Uh, and I have still the old first edition, but yeah. And I thought that the the artwork was pretty good. And the reason I put that in there too is because we and you talked about Dana doing watercolor using contrast paint, and. I don't think there's enough people doing something else than miniature painting in the hobby streak. Like you see a couple of people that do illustration, a couple of people that do... Uh, I know one guy is doing a lot of vassal thing. I don't know if you've seen those. Uh, where he, he programs uh, war games onto that... Uh, oh yeah, yeah, vassal. The... Yeah, vassal, yeah. The, the simulator kind of type of thing. So yeah. And I think that like not enough people are doing something different. So just wanted to put that out there. I mean, like when um, you see the, the artwork, on creative cards, creative really nice. edge designs on Instagram does. Yeah. Um, what's it does? Paints stuff rather than toy soldiers. Cool. But it, it's. No, and I think I that's don't quite not like, how to describe more, it, honestly. More people should do that. Like more people should uh, should do like hobby streak and be like, "Hey, I'm gonna do." Well, like my my daughter is doing right now. She she started doing uh, like she's she's doing bead bracelets. All right. But not the you like the actual where you have six beads across. And then you go down line by line and you make a pattern and all these things, like proper. And I was like, yeah, that's that could be cool, you know, like every night you do a little bit more uh, and you do a different pattern or you do new things. And I was like, yeah, that could be also pretty cool to do that. So anyway, so yeah, so and and again, like if you look at the picture that's popping up on the screen, if I can do it, I think it should be okay. <laughs> uh, I think those the artwork on the new versions are like on the second edition is pretty cool so I like the artwork and this is why I've put it in there now another thing that we've not talked about is 3d printing well we've talked about it but not uh, not any news related 3d printing so Anvil industry which is UK based by the way they're awesome. They do some really cool models, uh, and they've they have a Patreon that you can get every uh, every week. 
you can get some STLs. So STLs are the format of the file that you use to print miniature. Or anything for that matter. It's always STL that's kind of like the 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 dot doc of of the printers <laughs> is what they use. Uh, all the pr printers use STLs. Well, all the slicer use STL to send it to a printer, I should say. So um, they released an hazmat containment for July. So there's still, well, once you get this one, this is gonna be out. Basically, that's your last day to do it. <laughs> uh, because they, it's, uh, it's monthly things. And if you, if you sign up to their Patreon, then you get access to whatever that month is. Plus you get some welcome things that you're, uh, you're getting some extra uh, like perks and stuff. But anyway, so they've come up with hazmat containment for this month. And I think those look really cool. Uh, one thing that uh, I think they would be great for is Dona Alpha. So for, I don't know if you're familiar with Zona Alpha. No. All right, so Zona Alpha is a set of rules for a skirmish uh, battle type thing. It's in, it's in, it's supposed to be modern, which, well, it's supposed to be contemporary, like now, basically. Yeah. Now, the thing is, the, the way it's done is that the whole premise of the game is that Alien came in, landed, threw a bunch of crap on the floor where they landed, basically threw their trash out of the window and left they don't care about us they did not care about us they don't care about us they didn't even try to communicate be with us because we don't try to communicate with ants you know you don't care and so there's those there are those zones across the world that have alien technology inside that can make you rich or turn you inside <laughs> into jelly basically <laughs> and that's kind of like the whole thing so people are going st uh, stalker uh, damn it stalkers I think they called are going inside the zones and they're basically just to get stuff out uh, alien batteries or whatever or some new artifact or things like this and then that's what you do so you have your little Warband that could be scientists, they could be mercenaries, they could be just, just uh, regular uh, people, just wanted to make a buck, and and so yeah, and so you you have like regular people with just regular weapons and things like this that that goes into the zones. It's taken from Roadside Picnic. I don't know if you know that one. Well, There's a book. The book called Roadside, Roadside Picnic. Yeah. And that's exactly what it is. Roadside Picnic is that. They, they came in, they dump all their stuff, and then there's those people that go in. Uh, there was a movie done with that. Metro also is kind of like the same premise kind of thing. There's been video games, there's been movies, all under the same kind of premise. But anyway, so those guys with the mask and everything, I think, look really cool to be able to like be like, hey, they go into the zone. <laughs> and so, yeah, I think, I think they, they look really cool. So 
I wanted to put that in there as well. And then today, while I was going through YouTube, I got a Watch It Played I don't know, of the board game, which is called Gargoyles, Disney Gargoyles uh, Awakening. And it's from the old TV show Gargoyles, which is awesome. I was like, ah! Oh! And the game itself looks like it's meh, meh. <laughs> it's one of those where they just put, you know, an IP onto something, and you're like, yeah, yeah okay, yeah. It's it's a it's kind of like a skirmish kind of thing where you play the gargles or and then you fight the bad guy, and it's all, yeah, it's not that deep, and it doesn't look that great. But the minis, come on, like you kind of get the gargles from the TV show. I don't know if a TV show that you knew. No. No. Oh my god. It's like the best TV show ever. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not true. But it was a it was good. It, it it was it was a fun TV show when I was when I was a kid. I, I used to watch. So that's why I was like, oh god, I need to like I, I I need to get that game and get those those minis. So yeah. All right. Anyway, so that that was my part of the news. <laughs> I know a little bit uncommon, like not not as we usually do. But yeah, I think there was some really fun stuff this week. So yeah. Uh. But, uh... It's a couple so, of cool things announced for uh, Age of Sigmar. So last right. week uh, they revealed the big new centerpiece model for the Crawl Boys. So the new orcs. So that's yep. uh, you can either have a named character or a generic version of a guy ra- riding a giant carrion eagle swamp monster thing. And that looks really cool uh and then oh is that the the giant chicken thing the the, the giant chicken carrion bird yeah thing weird bird thing that looks like yeah it really looks pissed off yeah and then <laughs> yeah that looks pretty cool this this week yesterday when we're recording um was the the stormcast turn so we've got the the smug blue dragon and the angry red dragon, and they've both got is names. It, and is it blue or is it green? I thought it was green. It, it looked it, green. It, it, it's it's quite unquite blue. Okay, so, so it's like it's they, like they, a they turquoise, painted him whatever. sort of like a, a tealy turquoisey color. Yeah. And yeah, dragons. There, there's dragons. a there's a couple of pictures of yeah. the guy of the dragons next to some armies and they're going to be on a big base they're going to be large they're going to be yeah they look they look pretty pretty big yeah and and i'm sorry but that that blue one looked like pete the dragon yep <laughs> the... it's just because it's smiling oh why guy. is it smi- why is it smiling i mean you you're I, like why is it smiling He's like smug. the other one looks it's smug. Yeah. Is that, that's it. Ugh. The other one. So yeah, I've got this spare cool. head from when I built my Star Drake. I think yeah, the other right. one kind of looks like this. A little bit like that, which is yeah. Neat he's got like half of law, the horns. Like... there's a bit of a a lineage through from the great dragon Dracothian, the god beast Dracothian, through to the 
the Star Drakes and the, the Dracoths and these new guys are slightly closer to to Dracothian, I think, in terms of the lineage. Uh, also so I don't got... understand why... Okay, so why were they gone? So... Like, uh, because they, are, they haven't been had... in the game for a while. When we had uh, the Broken Realms Kragnos book, there's a, a, a chapter in there setting up his backstory. And way back in the mists of time, before the Age of Myth, before Sigmar came to the realms and founded civilizations and stuff, you had Kragnos's people of big, horny, horned centaur dudes. And Kragnos mm. went, I don't like those dragon guys over there. I'm going to go smash them. And he went and smashed them. And he basically genocided the whole race of dragons. Well, that's not cool. It's not cool. But um, the, like, the, the last couple of holdouts gave some eggs to the, uh, the, the Seraphon, the lizard men. And the lizard men, okay, Seraphon, yeah. have been uh, incubating the eggs on their temple ships in the etheric void of space. And they've hatched some. So there was a, they've been doing... Even though Broken Realms is finished, like every week they're putting out like a, a short story set in and around this. So they've got like a, a pocket dimension on one of their ships where they've basically okay. been regrowing the race of dragons. And they're like, right, cool, we're going to go give them to Sigmar. Because okay, so I was gonna yeah, I was gonna say like if they if they regrow them, why they're not using them? Because they've only just finished regrowing them. Okay. So we're we're in the nebulous period of some time has passed in between Broken Realms finishing and the vague start of third edition. So. Yeah. Because there's there's a moving meta plot for the game now. Excuse me. Because there's a moving meta plot for the game now. Um, they're trying to avoid putting hard dates and timelines on. This is when stuff happened. So you can theme your army all over the place and, and not have it be like constrained by quote-unquote canon. Okay. Uh, the other things we've got is we've got the new AOS starter sets, which are essentially repackaging the sprues from Dominion in various amounts with various game board sizes and amounts of terrain, depending yeah, on some, how much space you have that, to play that looks like... Yeah. So the There's two the, small ones have some that, cardboard stuff. Yeah, and the, like that's what I was gonna ask. Like, is the, is all the terrain cardboard? Uh, the big one is the new plastic uh, Dawnbringer settlement stuff. But the, the oh, okay, two yeah, smaller ones yeah. are uh, cardboard. Okay. Or, or, or thick cardstock of some variety. It's going to be fun. 
Uh, and then there's finally the uh, Sisters of Battle Combat Patrol for uh, those people who care about 40k. Um, yeah, I mean, looks pretty cool to me. Uh, I think yesterday yeah, they got, it's got the new the new tank they were talking about, right? Or is it still the old one? Like I old don't version? remember because I don't pay attention to 40k that much. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Not too much. But um, they but so they're pushing those combat patrol like the the smallest version of. Is the... there something similar for now with the new rules for AOS? Uh, we. I'm not entirely sure how combat patrols differ from their start collecting sets. Mm -hmm. So, I know over in Sigmar land we've got start collecting boxes which look like they're the same amount of stuff. Okay. So I think combat patrols are... That's what... Is that it, is it the 500 points thing? Is that the combat patrol? I, don't, I, I honestly remember. don't know. The the, the start collectings uh, have, are but various. But there's, like, there's a new version of AOS where it's like 750 now, right? Yeah, there's more. There's different intervals in the in the rules for yeah. points wise right. for your games. But the the, the Age of Sigma start collecting boxes have historically been different, wildly different values points wise, but they've always mm. been like. This is a load of stuff that you're going to need to get if you're getting into this faction. So here's it at cost or slightly below cost. So yeah, it's usually yeah, it's usually it's supposed to be a better value than just buying those separate and or by themselves or yeah. Well, I I don't think they're they're not normally like super cheap compared to buying everything separately. Hmm. But well, I've seen the the the, the Seraphon because I was looking at, and I think my, like my son loves dinosaurs and blah blah blah. So yeah, so we were I was looking at the I think it was the Seraphon one where there's this giant dinosaur dude uh, with like a big cannon on the back or something, and mm. that box looked like it was really good value because. By itself, just the big model was almost like three quarter yep. of the price of that box. So the battalion boxes they did with the Broken Realm books uh, have actually been savings. The start collecting mm. boxes uh, depends which one. So I've, I've I've bought when I was buying my flesh eater course. I've got two of the start collecting flesh eater bo course boxes, and that was a zombie dragon. A box of uh, crypt horrors or flyers and a box of ghouls in one place. So it's the core of a good army, mm. but not mm -hmm. necessarily value. Uh, they also announced the Thousand Sons versus Grey Knights uh, battle yeah, box. I saw those, yeah. Which, those again, so it's got a new like... sculpt of uh, Grey Knight special character and it's got a new sculpt for a Thousand Sons chaos sorcerer. And yeah, but those are like, man, those are heavy. Like, they're they're they just got too much details. I think it's just, I understand that you want something that's got a lot of details, blah blah blah, and all this. But it's got so many crap hanging over every like all over the place. Uh, it's gonna take forever. It's gonna take forever to paint those. Yeah, 
I don't know. It it just like uh, it's not something I'd like to do. I mean, I might I might get the the chaos sorcerer if and when he becomes available independently. Okay. Because he's from the chaos legion that I've just started. Started, <laughs> yeah. The heresy uh, version of, and they it, during just before the heresy they had like where he's swinging his arm across and he's got like the the mini demons coming out. They had uh, mini demons following them around, and they're like, no, 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 these aren't demons. These are my familiars. They're totally under my control. <laughs> and the yeah, demons behind him holding his. Crossing his fingers and winking with its sixteenth eye. So yeah, that is the news. Yeah, there's well, some dragons. They look cool, and uh, I hope yeah. eventually we uh, get like Stormcast riding a dragon. Yeah, yeah. You talked about those. I was like, huh. When I saw dragon, I was like. Oh, and when I saw the the email, I was like, oh, finally, like, we're going to get what Liam was talking about, about, like, the the actual dragon, uh, Stormcats riding dragons. And then I saw the thing, and I was like, no, it's not. <laughs> but, yeah. It's a dragon wearing some Stormcast armor. Yep. It's, a fur- it, it, it's, it's getting there. Well, and if you said that they rebuild the army and all this, uh, I was like, yeah, so we might get that they actually have, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, that they're back on uh, on basically having a whole bunch of dragons that they can use in combat, so that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, and then uh, I started doing the uh, the rules previews for the uh, the new orc. Um, book today as well, so that for, means uh, over. Oh, is that for for Sigma? Is that for for Age of Sigma? Okay. Yeah. So, like, generally, like the week before they announce a pre-order for a book, they'll go, "Oh, here's little snippets of the rules to get you excited." So they're doing that for the Orcs this week. That means they'll probably be doing it for the Stormcast next week, which means after that. I'll be able to buy the book. Yeah, because you need a codex and then you need the books for each of yep. the armies that you want to play and all so, that, right? So, like, we got... We got the cards with all the rules on for all okay. the stuff in Dominion. Alright. But what the book coming out means the rest of the range is coming out, which means the rest of the toys are coming out, which means I'm about to be very poor. Yeah. And yeah, I'm I'm uh, I'm dreading uh, Mr. Dormammu coming out. Oh yeah, yeah. Oof. I am not gonna get the building. Uh, that's for sure. But I am gonna get Dormammu, and that one is gonna be costly. And <laughs> so yeah. Uh, and then if he comes with any other two or. Uh, hoping it comes out by on its own, like one month on its own, and not with another like two other packs or something like this. Because then wow. it's just gonna be like. Ugh. They did announce yep. all of that stuff at the same time. Yeah. Uh, well, they announced all the all the uh, 
Spider-Man, sorry. Mm. All the Spider-Man stuff at the same time. So the new Spider-Man, Lizard and Craven. Uh, so the new Spider-Man with Black Cat. What else is in there? Uh, Mysterio, Carnage coming up also. So far we only got Lizard and Craven. So I'm hoping that they'll it, it'll be the same and they'll be spread out a little bit and not just all in one go and but yeah usually that's what it is it's uh yeah it, it it's good to have the models and everything i mean gw is not cheap um no mcp is not cheap either mostly because of the license yeah uh, yeah, GW, you, you, you got to you got to make sure the mouse gets his cheese. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. It's not that bad because I mean, like when you see like a, a so a GW box for one main character is what thirty bucks. Uh, so it's, it's around 20, 20, 25 to thirty pounds. Yeah, twenty-five to thirty pounds. Uh, it's probably forty bucks in the US. Uh, 35 to 40 bucks uh, and that's for one character all the all the MCP characters are pretty much main characters yeah so that's a little bit different and this is why uh, most of them come in a pack of two and a pack of two is 35 to 40 bucks that's not bad so, no so, it's not they're, bad they're good sculpts as well so you're paying for your quality yes uh, and like I said before, they are getting better and better, and they're just doing a great job. Um, I mean, like I said, I mean, like this guy, like Lizard is just, it's just great. Um, I mean, you've got the scales on all the body, like all over the body. You've got the shredded T-shirt with the scales in between and all this. I mean, it's just. Like, I like the model painted, but the unpainted model is awesome because I can, like, really tell. And I'm like, oh, I cannot wait to. And this is going to be, like, this is going to be perfect for a wash. Like, the, the scales and everything. Or even, like, a, a contrast paint and be like, hey, here we go. Boom. Done. <laughs> like, so, yeah. I, I'm looking forward to painting it. And so I didn't. There's a whole bunch of guys that I still need to prime. This one. And that's probably... Which one is that one? Pterodon Turquoise. Oh, but that's Turquoise then. Or yeah, is it that's, green? That's... Uh... Oh, is that the, your, your, uh, your rider thingies? That's not... Is that what you use? It's not the one that I use for her. It's the one that I used for my bigger... Uh, Dracoths and uh, Star Drake. Where's okay. that one? I tried it on there, and it didn't look right. And is it so? Is it greenish? Uh, that's. Uh, I don't know if you can see that. Yeah. That color there. Yeah. No. Yeah. You see, I'm more. I would think I would go more with Goblin Green from Vallejo. And 
camo shade wash. Yeah. And I think that's gonna look pretty good. Alright, well, I am gonna stop here today with Mr. Uh, Falcon. I still need to redo the white on it, but I think it's looking good. I can only see your face cam at the moment, yeah. so he's so. he's looking quite good to me, even through that. So, so yeah, it, it'll it'll need some work, but again, uh, that I'll continue yeah. in the next so in two weeks. So, so what I've been up to? <laughs> so I've got all the gold on all these three lads and lass. Two lads, one lass, I mm -hmm. think is what we've got for these guys. Um, yeah, and I've based out the where I'm going to do things like the parchment and the, the weapon hafts and the ropes and their belts. And now the one thing that I'm not quite sold on is the parchment or ribbons hanging from their halberds. So these okay. two, I've painted them red. This yeah, one I've kind of color. left un unpainted as the base color, and I'm not quite sure whether I want to do them as red or as no. uh, parchment. Do um, where's my wheel? Where's my wheel? Well, I have a color wheel. Um. You need to do like the accent color opposite of the red, which, uh, of course, I don't know the top of my head, but I. Here we go. Color wheel. Red. Complementary green. Ah, but you already have blue on the armor, which is kind of. Uh, so yeah. if you look so at if I was doing it parchment, it'd be uh, skeleton horde. Because, you know, if you do a triad, you already have blue. You could do yellow, which, yeah, parchment, yeah, yeah. would be, uh, yeah, yeah. So I think I might... That might, yeah, before, that might just do an accent next, color. Yeah. Before the next episode, I might repaint these just so I'm in a position to just start going on all the washes mm -hmm. and the, the contrast sections on that. And I've also whacked some crackle paint on the base, which is oh, cool. starting starting to crack, to crack around the edges. So that stinks. Why? Is that supposed to crack? Well, it's supposed to crack. It just smells. Oh, like oh, okay. No, it <laughs> I thought you said that smells. stinks because it, it physically stinks. Okay, <laughs> it actually stinks. All that's, right. that's that's the old Agrella Earth doing its job. All right. Well, uh, yeah. Like, I'm probably gonna. Well, I'm gonna prime Mr. Lizard, Cassandra, Jean Grey, Mr. Bob, the. Oh, I wish I could actually, for once, drill a barrel because he's got a giant rocket launcher. So, um, and yeah, so I'll, I'll probably prime those and keep painting those. I yeah. still have so much 
I'm so much behind on, on the Marvel. It's... I mean, they're coming out every month, but... It's just... I'm taking too much time to paint them. It's kind of like what I'm doing with the Mortal Realm stuff, then, if you're uh, if you're trying to keep on track of that. Well, I have... Uh, yeah, I have... Uh, a subscription with um, so it's called Team Confident and they're based in Tulsa I think and basically you get you like I want a subscription for Marvel Crisis Protocol or for uh, Marvel Champion the card game I don't know if you know that one um, or they have a few other like card games and, and things like this. And then you'd say, yeah, the subscription itself costs nothing. Um, two weeks before they send you the stuff, they will take the money and be like, we process your order in two weeks. You'll get yeah. your stuff. This is your pre-order. Yeah. And basically you don't have to pre-order. You don't have to do anything. You just... It's like you receive an email and you're like, hey, you're going to receive the next character pack. And so you can do character pack, terrain pack, mats, because they have the mats also. Yeah. Uh, and so whenever those come out, they'll send them to you. But um, I used to have the terrain pack. I've discontinued it because I'm not playing the game itself. So I'm like, yeah. Uh, the last yeah. one I got was the New York... Uh, the little vehicles and and the construction site, the small construction site. I did not get the apartment building, and I'm not gonna get the house. It, it's I mean, cool, but I'm not. Yeah. They, they they might be nice to have in the future if you're displaying them. Yeah, but, but again, like like if you're just printed. having fun painting them at the moment, then yeah, that's just extra oh, work yeah. for you for later, really. No, and, and like I said, I, yeah, um, I've printed a bunch of terrain already. That's with the filament one, not the resin one. Um, one guy that does prints uh, that are really good for um, that is Corvus Terrain. Yeah. They're awesome. And he's already got the house. So, since he cannot sell the house with the actual symbol on it, it's funny because... So, he sends you a house that he calls a different name. The symbol in the middle is separate, but the one that comes in with the pack that you buy is a certain type. Like, it's just a glass or something. But then if you go on Singiverse, he posted the actual symbol for the <laughs> thing for free. Because he's not supposed to make money out of that, and then you can take it and put it on the yeah. house. <laughs> so, and I think it's pretty cool Loopholes. that he does that. That he actually takes the time to do it. But yeah, yeah. And yeah, so, and I think, so uh, for my next I won't two work weeks, on this guy. my next two weeks worth of stuff yeah. is gonna be, yeah, all the the gray stuff I waved at you at the the beginning. I'm gonna try and yeah. get all that done. So I'm caught up we'll on Mortal Realms because we, uh, we've got yeah. one more delivery. Yeah, okay. we're on issue 74. Yeah, so the next delivery is the, the Celestin Prime. Um, he's in an issue. There's another issue which has got the bases 
for the Serstant Prime and the the big centerpiece model for the Nighthaunt, which is then going to be over two issues itself. So that's a Mortis engine, which is a big, oh. like, uh, stagecoach type thing being drawn by ghosty horses, which is going to be oh, yeah, I've seen that large that's and really cool. really cool looking, but technically isn't part yeah. of a Nighthaunt army. Well, yeah. like I said, yeah, lots of uh, lots of MCP. Hopefully, I can get at least quicks. I want to get Quicksilver done. I definitely. The problem is, if I start Lizard, I'm gonna spend hours on it because I just want to make it look so pretty. <laughs> but I definitely need to paint it. It it's just it's just awesome. And then but, I'm yeah. I'm getting beaten up on Saturday, so that's the other thing that's going on. It's my Are you getting what? My my actual grading is on oh, Saturday. Oh, is it this, this Saturday? It's this this Saturday coming. Uh, did you did we just lose one of your camera? I think we lost my phone. All right. Well, <laughs> that that that's a sign because my audible my audacity yeah. recording is coming up to one hour and fifty three minutes. So this is going <laughs> to be a long longer. <laughs> yeah, and I think my camera just. Um, I lost the, well, I have this first 20 minutes separate, so it might be a cut in between, but, uh, yeah, so, well, let's, let's again, sign thank off you everybody. before all of our stuff dies. Yeah, uh, thank you everybody for being with us again, uh, please like, subscribe, share with your friends, all your nerdy friends that don't have anything to do when they well, don't have anything to listen or to watch or put in the corner of the table when they paint and do all these things and uh by the time this goes yeah. up uh i should have the discord ready for for other people so yeah true um, yeah we saw today that yeah almost uh, that's almost done so by the time this comes out uh link below link in the show notes if you're listening to us if you're watching us on youtube everything is gonna be uh and if it's in the, not when it comes out and uh, yeah harass me on twitter <laughs> and again like share with people uh yeah if we get to 100 followers we'll we'll do a, a live streaming live streak uh <laughs> and hopefully that's yeah that that should be uh that should be pretty fun we can answer questions as we hobby and and hopefully you guys can hobby with us uh and and like i said ask question and that interact one, with that one's definitely gonna more. be a bumper bumper episode yeah that's that that would be pretty fun i think even if we do not reach 100 by in a couple of months we might do it still uh because i it, it's really something that i want to do but we need to organize it properly again uh, make sure that everything is set up we might run a test time zones so all this, uh... yeah it's gonna have to be around that time so what F yeah for you it's what almost midnight it's like 10 o'clock or 20 past 10 20 past 10, which is not that bad. It's not too bad. Yeah. Mm, the problem is, like, mine is, like, in the middle of the afternoon. So, yeah, that might not be easier for... We'll, well figure something out. I don't know. Like, yeah, we, we might do a, maybe a Saturday or a Sunday or something like that if you if you have any availability. And hopefully I won't get disturbed by the kids coming in screaming or the dog or 
<laughs> whatever happens during the weekend. Uh, I so. don't know. The, the, the dog interrupting uh, Vince when he's doing Warhammer Weekly is often the best bit. Yeah, the dog doesn't come in here. If he comes in here, that's a problem because it's uh, he can go down to the garage and that's a big issue. But yeah, so yeah. Cool. All right, well. Thanks for watching. Everybody, thanks again. See you um, next time. We'll see you next time. Bye. This has been an episode of The Hobby Streakers. If you're following us on YouTube, please leave a comment, like, subscribe, and don't forget to ring that bell for any future episode. If you're following us on a podcast, please leave a positive review. Thank you, and don't forget to keep that hobby streak going.